Welcome. I am Sarah Evers Conrad. And I am Megan Scharfenberg. You are listening to episode number 18 of the Pony Club podcast, the official podcast of the United States Pony Clubs, also known as USPC or Pony Club. The United States Pony Club's mission is to provide equestrians with an educational program that teaches riding and horsemanship while also developing important life skills in goal setting, leadership, teamwork, and much more. The Pony Club podcast features guest experts and explores the stories of USPC members, graduates, and volunteers. Hear all about the experiences of equestrians of all ages as they share how their involvement with Pony Club preps them for amazing adventures within the horse industry as a whole. On this month's episode, we talked to Annie Rogers, a Pony Club graduate with a special love of triathlon, who also used her Pony Club skills on her college polo team. Then we talked to 12-year-old Tori Lubov, who is with Mercer Meadows Pony Club, and her mom, Magda, who is a former DC. Before we get started, we'd like to thank title sponsor Stonely Burnham, who offers a message for our listeners. Founded in 1869, Stonely Burnham School is a boarding and day school for girls in grades 7 through 12 and PG. Located in historic Greenfield, Massachusetts, Stonely Burnham has been a member of the Interscholastic Equestrian Association since its official inception in 2002. The school boasts five national titles featuring middle school and upper school IEA teams that compete within the largest zone in the country. Offering seven-day boarding, five-day boarding, and day enrollment options, Stonely Burnham continues to enroll in select grades for the upcoming 2023-2024 to academic year. Additionally, this summer, Stonely Burnham is offering seven weeks of dynamic riding camps for riders from beginner to advanced. Learn more at sbschool.org and join us at the barn. All right, so we've been busy in the office getting ready for USPC Championships East in Mill Spring, North Carolina at the Tryon International Equestrian Center. It's now our second one on staff going. Megan, what are you most looking forward to doing there? I always like to be able to go out and see all the people riding. Um, We don't get to see our members actively competing too often, so it's always pretty exciting when we get to actually see them out there doing the things that they enjoy doing so much. Sarah, what are you most looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to just kind of meeting the members again, doing some more interviews and getting to hear people's stories. So we are hoping to do more interviews this year with Pony Club members, leaders, and volunteers. If you're interested or you know of an interesting story about a rider, a team, or a horse, or anything you think we should cover, you can come to Shop Pony Club in Clear Rounds Pub and let us know. Or you can email us at marketing at ponyclub.org and let us know if there's someone we should try to get in touch with. And we'll be looking for any interesting stories from the events. I am really looking forward to doing that and hopefully also doing more photography. And of course, we also have our photographers there on site with GRC photos. So people can find them if they want photos of their rounds and whatnot. And of course, there'll be all the other vendors on site and lots of food and all that going on. In addition, I will be in Shop Pony Club with all of the official Shop Pony Club merchandise, including exclusive championships apparel. It always goes fast, so make sure you stop in early for your official merchandise from this event. And please definitely say hi if you spot staff around at the event. A number of staff from the national office and also many Board of Governors members and NYB members will be in attendance. And with that, we're going to jump right into talking with our guests. 
Amy Rogers has earned her HA in horse management and her B in eventing. She is a graduate of Radnor Hunt Pony Club in the Eastern Pennsylvania region. A recent graduate of Cornell University, she studied information science with a concentration in data science. While active in Pony Club in high school, she was involved in tetrathlon and eventing. After moving away for college, she tried out polo as a way of continuing to ride and spend time with horses. She spent four years on Cornell's women's polo team and was able to travel for tournaments and the Division I National Championships by her senior year. Outside of academics and polo, Annie conducted cyber policy and artificial intelligence research, ran a model UN conference for high school students, and was an active member in her sorority. In true Pony Club fashion, though, she spent most of her free time helping teach polo, riding, and horse management to Cornell's first-year polo team. She will be moving to New York City in the fall to begin a full-time job in tech consulting. Well, welcome, Annie. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to be with us here today. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us about any special horses you've had in your life? Well, like any pony clubber, I guess, I've had a host of special horses, but amongst my favorites, there, there are three that are at the top of the list. One is my now 24-year-old pony gambler who my family found when I was seven years old, and we've brought him through all of our moves with us. My father was in the Navy, so we moved every two years. So we've brought him from Virginia to California and then now to Pennsylvania where my family lives. So he lives on our little farm and just hangs out and hangs out with some kids and teaches them how to groom a horse and all of that fun stuff. Anyone who knows me knows he's the center of my universe. He's 13 too and could jump the moon, I'm convinced. Second on my list is probably a horse I had a free lease on in high school. His name is Some Kind of Wonderful or Bo. And he showed me the ropes when I outgrew my pony. And I did my C2, my C3, and my B with him. The B was maybe a little bit of a stretch for him. But he really tried his heart out for me and just really special to me and was such a personality and joy to have all through high school. And then in terms of horses I got to hang out with in college, up at Cornell, we had about 40 horses, give or take, any given year. And one in particular that I absolutely love is this horse named Tango. And he is 25 years old had some type of surgery on his esophagus or something like that when I was a sophomore and has since recovered. And he is just a jack of all trades. And his only flaw is that he struggles with being mounted from the ground. You have to take him to the mounting block. But other than that, I've never had a bad game on him. He's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm crossing my fingers that my parents will let him come move to my farm once he's ready to retire from Cornell Polo. That's very sweet. Can you tell us a little bit about your pony club journey? Certainly. So my mom was in Pony Club when she was a kid, and she loved it. And she made all of her greatest friends from Pony Club that we're still very close with. And she just absolutely loved it. And she really wanted to get both myself and my younger brother involved when we had the opportunity. And given my dad's career and moving every two years because of the Navy, that opportunity came through when we moved to Southern California when I was in seventh grade. And my mom basically helped to start the pony club there. I don't think it exists anymore because we, we moved away, but it was Briarwood Pony Club Riding Center. And my instructor at the time was Sarah Vandenberg, who when she took her A, she was the youngest A that had ever existed. She took her A when she was 15 or 16. And pictures of her are featured in the 
old pony club manual actually as an example of what you should look like. So she was all for it. And yes, we, between my mom and my instructor, Sarah, they got me into pony club. And every year from there on out, I did a rating or two. And then I was a C1 by the time I had graduated from eighth grade, which was exciting. And that was on my Wonder Pony Gambler that I described. And then we moved to the East Coast before I started high school to outside of Philadelphia, which is where we live now. And we joined Radnor Hunt Pony Club, which has a really rich history in this area with Radnor Hunt and the horse trials. And it's just a very, very special and unique pony club experience. So I'm very fortunate for that. And I continued to do my ratings, passed most of them the first time around, had to take my HA twice. I will admit. (laughs) And I took my B before I graduated from high school and then I went off to college. So that's kind of been my pony club journey so far. And within that time, I did champs and did all the teaching. And I am now on the admin side of champs as I'm scoring to triathlon this year, which is really exciting. I was supposed to go to England for the 2020 Tetrathlon Exchange, but unfortunately due to the pandemic that has been kind of, I guess, indefinitely postponed, which is that's fine. We've moved on from that. But I started playing polo in college and I'm happy to report that all of my pony club skills helped me out in college. And I was able to teach a lot of my teammates about pony club and about what it taught me and was able to teach a lot of my teammates how to become better riders, how to become better horse people and just have a more holistic view of what they could do in their lives with horses. So that's been my pony club journey thus far, and I'm confident it will continue into the future. Oh, that's so great. Well, and we definitely hope you rejoin one day as a participating member when you're not so busy with your career and getting started and and moving and all that fun stuff. So you talk about how it helped you in college. Do you have an example of how like something you learned or used in Pony Club you transferred over and kind of helped your team? Absolutely. So it actually helped me both academically and with the polo, which is funny. From a polo perspective, I just developed such a passion, I think, for teaching from teaching at my HB and my HA, particularly through these Pony Club certifications, obviously, that I found every opportunity I could to help teach our more inexperienced members. Because the way our program works at Cornell, which I think is really great, and it has certainly given me a lot, is that if you don't know how to play, which I didn't, you try out and you're supposed to have riding experience. Doesn't really matter what level of riding experience. And then everybody learns how to play together. But some people are a little bit more behind on the riding, haven't had the opportunity to do work work in the barn like is normalized in pony club so much so in being in that environment and all of us working together to host games every friday and saturday night have a number of practices throughout the week make sure all of the horses are fit and healthy and happy it requires a different set of management skills and it's really important that all of us as a team understand what things should look like so that if maybe our coach misses something because they're taking care of 40 horses, that we can identify those problems. And so I really tried to help my teammates understand what types of injuries they should be looking for, the differences in the bits we use in polo, for example, because a lot of them are more severe than are found in other disciplines because of obvious reasons of the intense stopping and starting that's involved in polo. And just helping them understand all of these things that go into the final package of when 
when you ride, what happens. And one thing I really tried to work on with our first years, by the time I was a senior, I would go to the first year morning practices and help them pull a wrap and make sure their horses were cooled out and help them, those that needed the riding help learn how their bodies were impacting their horse's body, which is something that Pony Club really taught me to understand, like the circle of muscles and how your muscles impact your horse's muscles and all of that communication, which I I loved. From an academic perspective, though, I was able to take that teaching experience as well. And I was a teaching assistant for a class. I really loved that. And so I think that those pony club skills and that discipline and the organization and the desire to give back to other people that pony club really, I think, instilled in its members really, really helped somebody out in college. And I think that I'm, I'm extremely grateful for it. And I wish that more upper level members would take advantage of those opportunities. That's so great, man. I'm sure your teammates definitely appreciated it. So with all your experience, what do you find you love most about Pony Club? The thing I love the most about Pony Club is how it has given me this lifelong kind of model of growth. I think for a couple years when I was in college, I thought, oh, well, I'm done with Pony Club now. I just have to find a horse to do my A on and then I'll be done and that'll be it. And then I started to remember all of the adults I met when I represented my region for the National Youth Congress and how they came back to Pony Club as adults. Luckily, in my region, we have a number of national examiners available to us who have been really important mentors to me. And I actually went to a clinic with my younger brother this past weekend as his chaperone, which was very weird to not be on the teaching side or the participant side. And all of the national examiners I saw there encouraged me to give the program a try. I have a lot of friends who have been on the National Youth Board. And obviously, my mom is the DC of my club currently, and she really loves putting in effort to something that she knows will help so many young people. And so I'm excited to see where it will take me in life. And I think that's what I love about it the most is that it is really a lifelong thing. You're not necessarily going to champs forever or being like that little kid on a pony forever, but the longevity of the leadership that it teaches you is is really there. And I think that's very unique to this organization. I, I really haven't seen that in other situations or, or, or organizations anywhere. And I think that's very special. Wow. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And there seems to be always a place for someone when they get past one goal. There's always like another that they can shoot for in Pony Club. And yes. I think that's why now we have so many adults that are finding their place in Pony Club and kind of expanding and people are coming back, which I love seeing. Now, you also have a special love for Tetrathlon. So how did that come about and what makes you love Tet so much? So when we moved to the East Coast, I didn't know that Tet was a thing. It wasn't very popular in California. I was really doing eventing. I just kind of gotten into eventing and I really loved that. But my dad, not only is he from Idaho, but he was also in the Navy for 30 years. He is obviously a a qualified marksman and has always taught me how to shoot. And when we found Petrathlon, which obviously has a shooting phase, it has a fun riding phase, I think, a a practical riding phase with the gate and the slip rail elements. And I was also a cross-country runner for many years, and both of my older siblings were swimmers, so I, I was a pretty good swimmer too. And when we saw that, my dad hadn't really been super, super involved with the horse stuff yet. It was mostly my mom because she grew up with horses. But once we saw that, he immediately got super involved, and he like absolutely loves it. He's been on the Tetrathlon group that's planning champs for a number of years as the running steward, as the shooting steward, or a number of these other positions. He just 
really, really loves it. So it took me to my first tetrathlon rally and I met someone who is now one of my closest friends. She was right next to me at the shooting table and we were comparing our targets to each other. Zoe Lamont and her mother, Bonnie, who is also very involved in tetrathlon. They've become some of my, our closest friends. And I just really love the practical skills it teaches someone mm-hmm. to swim, to run, how to be healthy physically, and also have that positive horsemanship model. I think those things are all extremely important and it's a lot of fun. It's a really, really good time. It's competitive, but it's typically not one of the more competitive pony club disciplines, which I enjoy. (laughs) I really encourage our younger members to start with tetrathlon because it's a fun way to get involved. And I've never, I've really rarely seen a kid walk away from a tetrathlon rally upset or, you know, sad with how it went just because they were too busy having fun. And I think that's how it should be. And I also saw when I went to champs for tetrathlon in 2018, that was the last time that the U.S. hosted the exchange, I believe. And it was really fun to see the translation in the disciplines across literal borders. And it was very exciting to meet those athletes and it's just a fun discipline. It, honestly, it's really fun. I really like that you can share horses for rallies and championships for this discipline. And again, the kids just have a really good time. It's a fun way if you do another sport outside of Pony Club for that to be recognized, which I think is important. And there's really something for everyone to succeed in in this discipline. You don't have to be extremely solid in everything. I, I like to tell people that I like doing tetrathlon and pentathlon because why would I be good at one sport when I could just be kind of mediocre at four or five. And that that's really fun for me. So <laughs> I just love the environment and I love the atmosphere and the people are amazing. That's so neat. I actually have a friend who's in Pony Club as an adult now and in her 40s and she had rejoined and she she's trying out Tet for the first time and seems to be really enjoying it. And so I think there's a lot for the adults there as well. And they may even already have developed some of the skills, you know, beforehand. And I know she 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 was a runner. So any of those runners out there that also ride, they could just try out, you know, two other things and go from there. So, so what are your future horse related plans or is life too complicated with getting started in your career to like, think about it at this point? Well, I would really love to keep riding and playing polo and, and all of that stuff. The reality is, of course, that our, our four-legged equine friends are quite expensive. So I'm hoping to, at least at the very minimum, stay involved with Pony Club from a teaching perspective, whether that's through the visiting instructor program or maybe becoming a national examiner, something along those lines, at least initiating those processes. And then I'm really hoping to just be able to give lessons maybe a couple times a week in my adulthood because I'm qualified to do so from Pony Club, which is awesome. And I've been riding some horses for people this summer, doing a little bit of green horse training, which is always enjoyable and a good way to practice my skills in in that regard, which I also learned from Pony Club. So I'm hoping to do a little bit of that. My long-term goal is to have my own farm with some horses that I can event and some horses I can play polo on and I would like to keep fox hunting and keep that tradition alive and maybe, I don't know, have my own pony club one day. Who knows? So those are some things that I'm thinking about. But for right now, I'm mostly focusing on just riding when I can, helping people out with their horses when I can, and teaching as much as possible. So those are my three goals for the time being. As a fellow college graduate, I can echo the aspect that horses are expensive. (laughs) (laughs) What advice would you give to those in pony clubs so that they can also reach their goals like you have? And do you have any advice to make 
maybe people who might be interested in joining Pony Club? That's a good one. Well, first, my advice to people who are in Pony Club and are maybe like doubting their ability to stay in it or what they can do with it. My recommendation is to just give it a try. You never know how much you'll enjoy those ratings or competitions or the people that you'll meet. And the skill set that you gain is something that you can take with you. It's not you're driving to achieve goals that help really only you. You're not striving to achieve goals that will help build your barn's reputation or, I mean, if, if you're like selling a horse, for example, and you're trying to build up that horse's resume, you're developing your own skill set. It's it's something that you can take with you and no one can take that from you. And I think that that's so, so, so important and often gets lost in translation when people are with the same trainer for years on end and there's no movement or flexibility in that. And there, those are goals that are, I think, sometimes set for people, but Pony Club allows you to set your own goals and work towards them and have and truly develop your own skill set, which I think is really special and important. And I would say for people who aren't interested in joining Pony Club, give it a try. Go to an unmounted meeting or two or three or four. See the kinds of friends that you can make and the network that you can really build. I've been able to ride a lot of people's horses solely because they knew me from when I was in high school and was really involved in Pony Club. And now that I've returned from the void of college. They've texted me out of the blue and said, I'm going to be away for a week. Can you ride my horse? You just never really know who you'll meet. And building that network is extremely important. And my final piece of advice for anyone who's interested in joining Pony Club, give Tetrathlon a try because it's really fun. And it's just a very, very good time. I promise you probably will not have a bad experience in any capacity. So just give it a try, especially give Tetrathlon a try because it, it really anybody can do it. And it's a lot of fun. We love to hear your passion for the disciplines that some people may not consider. It's not necessarily a traditional discipline, so they don't really think about it, but it's still discipline and a lot of people still really enjoy it. So it's nice to hear people talk about it. You'll always hear me advocate for Ted. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've talked about some people who have been influential for you, especially in your triathlon career, but do you have any other mentors that you maybe want to mention or anybody that helped you out along the way that was really special to you? Of course, man. So many people coming to mind. Well, my trainer who got me up through my B, Beth Wickes, she's a graduate A from my area, and she has really helped me develop as a mature rider and helped me understand from a mature consequence-oriented thinking of how to ride and how to manage horses well is it's really invaluable. Nicole Lagon is a graduate A from my region and is now a national examiner, which is really exciting. She's been a very dear friend of mine for many years. She was just this cool older sister figure to me in Pony Club and really helped me get through all of my ratings. She taught me how to lunge well for Pony Club and she just really taught me a very practical side of horsemanship and farm management, which I've appreciated. And her mother, Nancy Lagan, is also just amazing. And they've helped me so, so much. And then one person I saw this weekend that I hadn't seen in years is uh, Sherry Gable. She's a national examiner as well from my region. And she is, in terms of practicality and telling it to you how it is and, and helping you succeed. She is one of the most amazing coaches I've, I've ever met. And I just really enjoy the way she teaches. I love the way that she engages her students and relates to them. And the past few years, I haven't been able to ride in any of her lessons, but I've always gone to audit. And she allows me to stand in the ring with her and give my opinion as well. And she, she genuinely wants to hear it, which I really appreciate. And I just really enjoy the conversations I've had with her. And she gives me a lot of hope for what my kind of extra career in Pony Club could be. So 
definitely appreciative for those people. (laughs) Sounds like you've really built quite the network, which we hear a lot from members and whatnot. Thinking over all your experiences, do you have a favorite memory or a moment that stands out for you? Either funny or inspirational or super memorable? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. There's been a lot of really awesome memories. I think probably one of my favorite memories would be when I passed my HA after taking it for the second time. I had taken my HA for the first time when I was in high school and I it was just a lot, obviously, and I just wasn't quite ready and unfortunately didn't pull the cards out of the deck that I knew very well and oops, oh well, whatever, it's over. A couple years later, I took it again and one of my examiners from the first test was actually one of my examiners for my second test. And I got her for a couple of the same sections. And she had already given me an exceed standards on the nutrition section once. And then she gave it to me again. And we had a completely different discussion about nutrition, but it was really amazing. And that's like a niche part of Pony Club that I've really enjoyed learning about that has absolutely nothing, relates nothing to my career or anything that I've studied, but I really, really love learning about it and talking about it. And it was very cool to just have a barn manager to barn manager and trainer to trainer conversation about this one specific thing that I had worked really hard to learn that's I think very practical for horse care and after I passed that test it was just oh it's very nice I was like wow I finally did it it was great and it just it felt really nice to be able to reach a goal like that with supportive examiners and supportive people in general so that was probably one of my more favorite memories passing my HA but with that extra exceed standards on nutrition specifically. That's really cool. And did you know that Cornell University, if you're ever interested, hosts a equine nutrition conference every year? I've I've heard about that. And unfortunately, I I don't know why I didn't double major in animal science in college. I don't know why, (laughs) but I studied like computer information science. So I unfortunately was not really in the position to take advantage of the vet school as much as I was hoping to, but I I really wish I had. And I've encouraged a lot of people to go to vet school at Cornell for that reason. So hopefully someone I can live vicariously through somebody. (laughs) I got to go to that conference like a long time ago. It was really interesting. So I went as because I worked on the staff of the horse and they just wanted us to learn more and cover the events and things like that. And it was just really phenomenal, the quality of information. So I always encourage like people to seek out things like that too, where you can expand your knowledge on horses and and whatnot. And it seems like perfect for Pony Club members to like find things like that. Yeah. So is there anything else you would like to add? Uh, I don't think so. Thank you for for having me. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you for coming on and joining us. And you will definitely have to say hi at championships. Both Megan and I will be there in the Clear Rounds pub for the Shop Pony Club. That's where they have us. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. And I hope you both have a great rest of your Monday. And we offer a thank you to this episode's sponsor, Kentucky Equine Research. For 35 years, Kentucky Equine Research has developed innovative solutions to the nutritional challenges inherent in modern equine management. Top equestrians worldwide trust KER products to fuel their equine athletes. From digestive health solutions to powerful antioxidants and omega-3s, the KER targeted nutrition line of science-based supplements is designed to support your horse's overall health and elite performance. Visit shop.ker.com 
to explore the KER line of research-proven supplements developed by Kentucky Equine Research, the world leaders in equine nutrition. As a D3 certified Pony Club member in eventing, Tori Luboff has dabbled in many disciplines, but jumping has always been the biggest passion for her. She is a member of the Mercer Meadows Pony Club in the New Jersey region. This 12-year-old is not afraid of new challenges, and she recently started showing in the Hunter's Arena with her gray pony, Percy, the lightning thief. Together, they are showing at Children's Hunters this summer. Her mom, Magda, is a former district commissioner or DC of the Pineland Riders Pony Club, which Tori used to be a member of. All right. Well, welcome, Tori and Magda. It's so nice to have you both on the podcast. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So, Tori, I know that you joined Pony Club about three years ago. What made you want to join Pony Club in the first place? Um, so when I got my pony, I really just wanted to learn more and be able to help him out. And so I joined Pony Club and I learned like basically everything I know about horses doing Pony Club. You just Sorry. mentioned getting your pony. Can you tell us about your pony, Percy? He's about nine years old. He's gray and he's 14 too. We got him super green and I wanted to do eventing with him when we got him, but I lost my confidence out in cross country and I switched to jumpers. He ended up being a little too slow in jumpers, so we tried out hunters and we both fell in love with the hunter discipline. Is he your first horse? No, Percy is my second horse. My first pony was named Zane. We did eventing with him. Very cool. You told us a little bit about him, but what's his personality like? He's very sweet. He can be a little bit stubborn sometimes, but I love him. He really tries his hardest, and he's just a good pony. And you guys like doing the hunters most? Yes. Very cool. What has been your favorite part about Pony Club since you joined? Probably like meeting friends and traveling, going different places, just like the experience. Do you have any favorite memories or moments maybe that you want to share with us? Maybe something funny happened or just something that really stuck with you? Probably in Champs last year, I was doing dressage and Percy really wanted to go back to his friends. So he jumped out of the dressage ring (laughs) and it was really funny at the time. And we had a good laugh over it. So you have been active on Instagram as Equestrian and promoting Pony Club on there, which we always appreciate. I know your mom helps a lot with your account. Do either of you want to talk about what gives you your ideas for Instagram and why you are so active on there? I'm going to hop on. My name is Magda and I'm Tori's mom. And because Tori is under 13, I mainly run the page on Instagram. And then we both respond to comments and we both do stories together and so on and so on. Where we get ideas, probably we follow a lot of people that sort of give us inspiration. And we like to share what Tori learns from her trainers and what Tori learns. So we like to post educational reels and do educational posts. And anytime something hilarious happens, we definitely need to put that on for some entertainment, right? What else do we like to do on Instagram? Definitely 
show all of our experiences with Pony Club and going to different competitions, whether it's for Pony Club or not. Sort of treating it as a diary so that when Tori gets older, we can look back and see the progress. It's sort of similar, like looking at your camera feed on your phone and you look back two years and see what progress you've made and what you've learned. And maybe in a couple of years, we'll have a different pony and then we can remember Percy, right? That's amazing. Yeah, that's one of the fun things about technology is you get to look back and remember things. Sometimes like then it reminds you of the difficult things you've gone through and that you've conquered. So that's always a great thing too. And then of course, all your big wins and you can like celebrate things like that all over again. So I'm wondering what dreams or goals do you have for your journey with horses? So I eventually want to make it to the Olympics, but that's in the far future. I also want to go to Champs for Kentucky next year. Oh, yeah. Festival. That'll be a big deal. And then you were talking about the going to Pony Finals, right, too? Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. What else are your goals? What are your goals right now? I want to do some rated to six hunter shows with Percy. We're actually doing, you're doing another rating soon, right? Oh, you're going to try and certify again? I'm going for my D3 in Hunters eventually. Tori is rated D3 traditional, and then you're going to add the D3 hunt seat to it. Yep. So what prompted you to want to certify as a D3 in the Hunter Seat Equitation? Eventing wasn't really for me, and Hunter was really like my style. And I would just like to certify a C1 in Hunt Seat, but to do that, I have to certify in D3 first. Well, then you can go for, you know, other disciplines too. You could try dressage and Western. And I know in your profile, it mentioned you tried a lot of different disciplines. Can you talk about some of the other ones you've tested out? So I've done eventing, I've done show jumping, I've done dressage, hunters. Hunters is my favorite so far, but they were all really fun and have taught me a lot throughout the years. That's great. What What's the biggest thing that stands out for you for that you've learned? From Pony Club or yeah. from just riding? From just riding. Or maybe, maybe a lesson Percy's taught you? Percy's taught me to never give up, even when it's tough sometimes, just to pursue my goals. What has been your favorite event that you've gone to with Percy? Maybe Dressage Champs last year. That was really fun for me. Cool. Well, Magda, we know that you were previously a district commissioner of the Pineland Riders Pony Club, which Tori used to be a member of. Can you just tell us a little bit about your experience being a DC of a club or maybe any tips you would give to anybody else thinking about being a DC? Well, to start with, I think I have to say I've never been a horse person. And when Tori started riding, it was a whole new world for me. So Tori will tell you that too. We also joined Pony Club to learn more about horses and about riding in general. So that was super helpful. Being DC sort of fell in my lap. I sort of got voluntold to become a DC. And at that point, our club was going through a lot of transitions. I think as far as tips, try to find people that will help out. And as any volunteering organization, I feel like it's hard to find more help. I was a Girl Scout troop leader for 11 years. And we always laugh that Pony Club is like Girl Scout with Girl Scouts with ponies, right, Tori? Yeah. So it 
fell in my lap. I embraced it. I learned a lot as a green, I always call myself green pony mom or green horse mom. Try to find people that will help out. Try to find people that not just want to drop their kids off, but they want to participate in the activities with the kids. I think that's the thing that I've learned the most is finding similar or finding people with similar interests, finding other moms. And it's been very rewarding watching these kids succeed on horses and struggle too. We always hope for the best, but we know as life with horses is, sometimes we struggle and we go through challenges with ponies and with horses. And I think that is what makes Pony Club special is that it teaches the kids to keep pursuing what they're setting out to do and keep pushing forward. You called yourself a green horse mom. Have you ever had any interest in riding yourself? I think I rode twice. We had green horses only. I always tell Tori when she grows up, we're going to get one for mom. And I would love to have a horse that I can just take on trail rides. I I don't know if I can handle a green horse. So I (laughs) rode Percy once. I think, right? And Victoria was leading me on the lead line. It was comical, but we did it. (laughs) I definitely give her props for, you know, riding a green pony at her age. It's fun, but it's challenging. Speaking of riding a green horse, do you have any tips for other riders on dealing with a green horse? Or would you recommend a more trained horse? Or what's your thought on it right now? I think... With green horses, you can't really get frustrated at them because they don't really understand and you have to be patient with them because if you get frustrated with them, they're going to get frustrated and it's just going to be a little bit of a mess. So I think if you want a green horse, you have to be cool and calm and collected rider. Yeah, if anything, horses definitely teach us patience. So definitely those green horses as well. What about, do you have any tips for anyone thinking about joining Pony Club? I would say go for it. It teaches you so much about horses and like illnesses and like everything about horses and everything around them. And it's really a good experience and it's really fun. Have you gotten to make a lot of good friends in your club? Yeah, I've met so many new people and made so many friends and we we love Pony Club. Well, that's great. I know you're, you know, you want to head towards the Olympics and everything like that. And do you have any particular riders or trainers or coaches or anybody in your life that inspires you to just keep going and, and push forward? One of the people that inspires me is Boyd Martin. He's a really good eventer and he's just an amazing rider. Also, BZ Madden. She's an amazing show jumper. Yeah, she's she's my favorite rider, actually. And I've actually gotten to meet her once. She was very nice. So is there anything that either of you all would like to add? I don't think so. <laughs> I would just say try out Pony Club and see if it works for you. There is a lot of clubs in all the areas of the United States. So I'm sure if you're already listening to the podcast, you've been in touch with Pony Club. Yeah. It's a great chance to meet other parents of kids with horses and a great chance to spend time with your child. Tori is my youngest kid and she's sort of my last one to bring up through any of the sports. And it's been super fun just spending time together. And Pony Club really makes it fun for us 
to be in a group of people that love horses and go through all these experiences together has been really super fun. Well, that's great. Well, thank you both for being on the podcast. So if anyone wants to follow Tori and Magda's adventures, you can follow Tori.the.equestrian. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And again, we'd like to thank title sponsor, Stonely Burnham, and episode sponsor, Kentucky Equine Research. If you would like to sponsor a Pony Club podcast or have your company represented in other ways with USPC, then please reach out to us at advertising at ponyclub.org. And we would like to offer a big thank you, as always, to our Pony Club corporate sponsors. Carrots, who is the official apparel sponsor. Shapley's, the official grooming product sponsor. The Horse. Triple Crown, the official feed sponsor. Wintech, the official saddle sponsor. And Zoetis, the official equine health and wellness partner. Don't forget to visit shopponyclub.org so you can look your best while riding and attending Pony Club events. We also have a wide variety of accessories like horse grooming equipment, backpacks, bags, and more, along with all of the educational materials exclusive to Pony Club. Shopponyclub.org is your one-stop Pony Club shop.